Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we're examining every single goddamn page of Alien Hunger, a quick start adventure for Vampire the Masquerade, to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is 1991's Alien Hunger, the official PDF release from White Wolf. Today we're discussing page 49 of Alien Hunger. We're still in the characters section, and uh, a lot of these characters, they've they've been awful, which makes for easy podcasting for a podcast like this. I'm focusing on the negative side of whatever I'm talking about, and so the worse it is, the better. But sometimes, on another level, the better it is, the better. So the part of me that podcasts and the part of me that loves life are in a real quandary today, because today is the return of goddamn Columbo. I love this man. Detective William Brandt, a.k.a. This is Columbo, but please don't sue us. We talked about this earlier in the book. Detective William Brandt is the detective who investigates the player characters in Alien Hunger for murder or arson or whatever it is they're suspected of after the early events of the story. But that's just what he is structurally to the story, which is boring. What he is on a deeper level is Lieutenant Columbo, who, as philosophers have roundly agreed, is an end in himself. You don't need to justify Columbo. Columbo is self-evident. So this makes it difficult to find fault with this page, which describes Detective Brand, aka Lieutenant Columbo, but I think I've found a way in. So let me start by telling you what this page has to say about Columbo. And from here on where the text says Brand, I'm just going to say Columbo. To avoid confusion, this is just going to be easier. Quote, police work is Columbo's life. If he becomes convinced one of the players has committed a crime, he will hound them until his death or theirs, or until it becomes inarguable that they are dead. See the section on faking their own deaths. End quote. One of the reasons to use Columbo here is because the player characters, for example, uh, Vampire Drama Club, in the story as we've just experienced it, uh, they're vampires, they have powers beyond those of mortals, they might be able to overmatch your average cops, but not Columbo, obviously. One reason to use him here is because he is extremely competent, determined, prone to be underestimated, but kind of always, always gets who he's after. And so the idea here is that you can't just shrug off Columbo. Whatever other vampire shit is happening in your life, as long as Columbo is after you, that's a factor. It's a thing that has to be addressed. So the question arises, how do you address it? How do you solve a problem like Columbo, as all those nuns so memorably asked in Columbo the musical? Well, it says here, he's married, he has a son, quote, if the characters are truly being hassled by Columbo and are truly vile swine, they might try to get Columbo through his family. If they choose to do so, they will almost surely lose humanity if they fail a conscience roll against a target of eight. For those of you who don't know, it's a peculiarity of Vampire the Masquerade that uh, if you do real bad things, you're prone to lose humanity about it unless you have a very high conscience rating, which is used in Vampire the Masquerade to feel so bad about the bad things you do that there are no lasting consequences morally. Like if you have a really high conscience, you may mope so much about the murders you commit that you can just keep committing murders indefinitely and your soul remains intact. It's a common misapprehension that the central moral imperative is to act justly or, or to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Actually, the center of the moral universe is you got to cry about it. Whatever you're going to do, you got to cry about it. And if you've got a high conscience, you know how to cry about it. But unless you really, really know how to cry about it and cry hard, you're probably going to lose humanity if you go after Columbo's family. And it's not likely to work. Quote, Unfortunately for the character involved in so heinous an act, Columbo will not be swayed. 
but will pretend to be until he can get his loved ones out of danger. So not only can you not ignore Columbo, not only can you not really hoodwink Columbo, but if you try to get around Columbo by going after his family, he'll pretend that he's going to get off your back, but then he'll get his family out of town, and then he's going to come back after you twice as hard. The entry on this page goes on to say that when you're playing Columbo, remember, you can you can play him a little bit prescient. He's a very good detective. Make sure there's a way he could know what he knows, but also keep in mind he has all the resources of the Denver, Colorado Police Department behind him. In addition to his talent as a detective, it says that when running him, quote, be cruel but fair, end quote. On the one hand, this is going to put a lot of pressure on the player characters. It's going to make them anxious about what Columbo might be able to find on them, what he might be able to do to them. But also, I think it's going to make them very impressed with Columbo because he doesn't just do regular detective work. He does, you know, Columbo-style detective work. It's described here on the page. Quote, a rumpled-looking man, untidy and easily misjudged. Think Columbo, and you will not be too far wrong. He is given to making seemingly irrelevant statements, but they tend to have relevance. For example, in an interrogation, he may suddenly ask if the character likes animals. In this case, he might know that the killer stopped to play with a dog for a few minutes or something like that. He will almost always offer information about his own life in return. So the above conversation might go, Do you like animals, Mr. Wilkeshire? Yes, detective, I'm particularly fond of animals. That's very interesting. I'm allergic to dogs myself, and so on. He comes at you indirectly. He flexes on you. That that is the basic Columbo formula. Someone commits a murder, and then he flexes on them, and then ultimately sends them to jail. You need both parts. Without the flex, there can be no justice. Now, we've got some stats for Columbo on this page. I could nitpick them. For example, Charisma 2, come on. It's Columbo. Perception 3 seems low. Subterfuge 2, I mean... We still don't know how full of shit Columbo was. That's subterfuge. That is that is way more than two dots of subterfuge. Th- this man left a legacy of obfuscation behind him. But you know what? These are minor gripes. Basically, this is Columbo, and I'm glad that Columbo is in this book, even though it's a very dumb thing. So what do I pick on in this page? As is so often the case when there's something in a book that I love, I've got to pick on what's not here. And in this case, there is a glaring omission. So you got your Columbo, right? You've added Columbo to the world of darkness. You've, you've put him into the world of goth punk Denver. We've established that he won't be thrown off the trail. We've established that he's capable of effectively investigating even these supernatural characters. We've established that threatening his family won't take him down permanently. We've established that he has all these little tactics, all these little indirect ways of getting to the characters. We've talked about the possibility of faking your own death to get away from Columbo, attacking the family to get away from Columbo, trying to outsmart Columbo. Good luck outsmarting Columbo, but you can try. Here's what we haven't addressed. And I think this is going to be a very common way of trying to solve the Columbo problem. Why not embrace this motherfucker? Why not turn him into a vampire? He has everything going for him. All kinds of connections, all kinds of skills, highly impressive. He's starting to dig into secrets that he's not supposed to know about. And one way to solve that problem with the masquerade of a human finding out about vampires, of a human finding out about vampires, is just to turn the human into a vampire. His help would be immensely useful to the player characters. I mean, nothing against Vampire Drama Club, but probably the most effective investigator on the team at this point is Marcus, the mecha figurine importer. Columbo would be a huge upgrade. And he has the abilities to be really good at being a vampire. He has all the attributes and abilities he needs to be very effective at aspects, like heightened senses, psychometry, aura reading. He'd be really good at all that stuff. Certain applications of dominate, he'd be really good at. Thaumaturgy, he'd be really good at if he were embraced as a Tremere, which granted is not within the capacity of most player character groups to do. 
But even if you can't make him a Tremere, he would be great as a Malkavian, a Toreador, a Salubri, if you want to get real fancy with it. What vampire, drunk on their new undead power, upon being hunted by Columbo, would not want to turn Columbo to their side? Who doesn't want to pet Columbo? The very fact that I'm so enthusiastic about this page, that I'm so excited about Columbo being in this story and this book, it should be evidence enough. There are going to be players who feel the same way I do. They're going to want to bring Columbo into the fold, and there should be something here addressing what happens if you try to turn Columbo. If Undeath is good enough for Louis Pasteur and the Terminator, it's good enough for Columbo. Not to say that the dark gift of immortality has anything to do with deserving dark immortality. Join me next time as we discuss the pointless unlife and the pointless demise of our old friend Angel Tony on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Social media was never healthy and is now dying, so if you want to contact me, you can email me. I am megadumbcast at gmail.com. This season's theme song is Suck City by Black Math, whose work you can find at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash black underscore math. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time.